him over there. <laughs> on the yeah, computer. once you hit the. <laughs> I feel like that's like the, the defining sound of our podcast. Like people always say, like, "Hey, Mike, I heard your podcast." Boop, 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 boop. No, and everyone's like, okay, like <laughs> "Everyone's like, who the fuck is doing all these?" Yeah, if someone comes up to you and like, starts oh, making God. that noise in your face, you should instantly push them. <laughs> like, well, well, the air horn takes me back to like a reggae sweatbox club, which is the exact opposite of like the marketing world that we work in. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely getting knocked down by, by some young lady on the wall right now. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's all it's all happy happy college fun. Happy college fun. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I was gonna say, was this high school or was this definitely high school? Oh, this was definitely high school. Yeah, I was like, this is high school shit. Yeah, for sure. This one when the clips were still together. This is the Lord Willing album. They were still when they were still brothers. I mean they're still brothers. Or it's like brothers, like rapping, rapping. They just did a track on Kanye's album. Yeah. I mean, Malice has a whole doc on that. Oh god, I don't <laughs> even want to get into that album, please. That was the album is hot garbage. We can, we can, we can. hot garbage is perfect. <laughs> but the marketing <laughs> campaign was amazing. I, I am a Kanye, I am a Kanye enthusiast, and I'll be the first to say this album is hot garbage. Would you, would you listen to the marketing is amazing? Would you listen to this album or Snoop's uh, gospel album? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna even stop stop this. Uh, what I didn't know Snoop had a gospel album. He has a gospel album. I'm going. I would say it's curated by Snoop, not like I'm going to pass. You Mike's pass on both. Weekend listening, huh? Mike's got some weekend listening now. Uh, I... I'm, <laughs> I'm going to pass. What's which Sunday service are you going to go to? <laughs> An actual church before I go. My, my, <laughs> fair, you know fair, fair, like, fair. My quick opinion in ten seconds is that I think there are two places where you have to believe in like whoever is giving you the message, and I think it's hip hop. You have to believe in who's if you can't rap about street stuff if you're not from the street, and I think about like gospel. You can't like tell me about God if I don't believe in you as like a vessel for that. It's so you trying to say they're not vessels for the Lord? Okay. I mean, they they could be on a personal journey. I just it just can't be a part of my journey. That's real. That's like when you go to the barbershop. <laughs> you can't get your hair cut by a person with fucked up hair. That's just like no. Like, that's like what, what what am I doing right now? That's real. I also like hate barbers who have braids <laughs> or dreads. Yeah, because you can't tell. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's like I feel like you're cheating. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like you're big time. You got something right to hide. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, Marky Misfits episode. Do we even know what episode this is? Then? Nineteen. Right, on episode nineteen. Yes. Episode nineteen. Yes. Marky Misfits episode nineteen. I am Mike Summers. Steve Cornelius. That's Sarah. Ryan Chappelle. I mean, all out of order. Yeah, no, I, it doesn't matter. The people don't. The people don't know. The people normally have no you point idea. to me. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in Stu's seat. That's why. Don't worry. Don't worry. We have a we have a very very special guest with you just in a second. Us, a lot of things change. Now it's like the world got a whole different name. I can't stop chicks from saying my name. Most of it's lies. If not, don't be surprised. I knew I was balling when I met you, but really, I started laying low just to net you. I'm raw as hell, yet can't deny that you special. These girls can't either. Winter, his and her beavers. Summer, his and her Louis sneakers. You don't think that bother people? Guess again, you even need to check your friends saying that I This time was so beautiful because it, like, combined street rap with, like, Pharrell kind yeah, of pop rap. Neptune's beat. Yeah. It's so good. Like, the clips over Neptune's beat, I could listen to forever. It felt yeah. so 
right. It just works, it just, man. It. And this, and then they got Faith Evans to sing on this hook. So it's just, I don't know. I just really oh, I didn't know that was her. That's I didn't Faith know that was her singing. Hook. Hook. Yeah, that's Faith on his hook. Quick detour. If 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 Faith never had big, is Faith Faith? Probably not. Yeah, probably I agree. Try <laughs> to think about it. Yeah, probably, probably I agree. Not. <laughs> and this is where you I mean, come for your hard hitting hip hop news. Is Kim, no, is Kim Kim say, though? Uh, like, is Kim, was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was gonna say it's Lil Kim. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, it's Kim. No. Mm. Mm. Is Lil, would you even <laughs> care about Lil C's? Like, come on, bro. Like, no, mm. no. They, they are all a construct oh, of big. Mm. Yes. Is Barack Barack without Michelle? No. <laughs> right, I was gonna say you said the, you answered correctly. Absolutely, I, I, got, I got aunties that listen to this podcast. You're not getting me with that one. They gonna say what the, the right. fuck you mean? Yeah, how you think you got there? No, no, not on duty. Oh man, okay, okay. We have an um, amazing, amazing episode today um, for you. We're missing our beautiful co-host, um, an intelligent and the most senior person on the podcast. Basically, uh, the yes. one actually getting a bag right now. The one actually getting a bag right now. <laughs> Uh, with her, with her VP at iHeartRadio, um, back, um, yes, it is, is out, but we're gonna have a beautiful musical, music podcast, um, or power of sound podcast, if you will. Um, power of sound. yeah, power of sound. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody jot that down. <laughs> the power of sound. <laughs> the power of sound. I may or may not have As stole, I pull stole my that cocktail. from Ted at some point. <laughs> so um, with some, with some amazing, amazing guests. So, as you guys know, Ryan recently transitioned over to to Spotify, so he's going to give us some of that bag. But we have a, uh, an amazing guest. Uh, I was supposed to say beautiful guest. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. You're a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good looking Thank guy. Uh, Ted. Ted, Ted, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself real quick? Hey, everybody. I'm Ted. Uh, I work at Pandora. I'm the key account director for a bunch of CPG accounts. So uh, basically, I am the audio arbiter. For everything that we do, that's dope. Uh, for CPG, I like the way that sounds. Right? Audio arbiter, you could come arbiter. Up with so many. Acronyms. That's like that's like Halo right there. Yeah, <laughs> you could be like the audio architect. I like that. I'm like, in. Sign me up. Ted gonna have me uh, looking up on uh, dictionary. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I need a new title. My title is trash. That's, that's definitely one of those words that I type and say spell checks gonna take care of me. Yeah. <laughs> like it's an R E R. Because when you look up leader, you look up synonyms, and arbiter is one of them. Like, arbiter. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Titles mean everything and nothing. I should have <laughs> negotiated my title way more smart. Like, I didn't even think about that. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, I made that Arbiter. up entirely. That's good. I, I fuck with it. <laughs> we I mean, talked about the power of titles uh, in our group chat one day. And I think that... We should probably talk about that at a later date. Oh, okay. I think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> my, my PO is the power of titles come in where you're trying to negotiate salaries elsewhere. That's exactly what I'm talking... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a leverage point. Yep. Her J&J is rough with that one. Yeah. All yeah. companies are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can only get what you can negotiate, man. Exactly. Um, yeah, and Ted is our is, is the sound guy at J&J. Mm-hmm. He has, like, taught us the power of sound. All right. I mean, um, it took, like, five plus years, but you guys are starting to catch on. We're starting on to catch on. Damn. We're starting to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> slow, slow learners. I'm working. <laughs> we're working it out. We're working it out. Um. But um, so we're gonna get into an amazing episodes. So we'll, we'll we'll get into a few current topics real quick before we get into um, the sound. Um, let's start with Howard. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Howard just recently announced that they are going to be partnering with Amazon Studios. So mm-hmm. those that are familiar with a lot of uh, digital service providers or DSPs, which we'll probably start saying in a little bit, but um, they have a studios team that does a lot of the content um, production for audio and um, music. So in this case, uh, Amazon is partnering with Howard to do a 
entertainment program to start um, creating a pipeline for students with diverse backgrounds into the entertainment industry. So I'm super excited about that. Um, As you guys are aware and pretty much everyone knows that there's a limited um, amount of minorities from diverse backgrounds in the entertainment industry. So um, this is a good look, but I think it's a trend right now because I would say um, Amazon is doing this right now. Um, Howard, or excuse me, uh, Hennessy recently did a, um, a deal with Thurgood Marshall program to promote minorities in business and upper level management, um, as well as other um, companies like my friends at uh, Foot Locker actually doing HBCU program as well um, to encourage and uplift the creative community at these schools. So all the blacks, all the all the black schools, <laughs> all the blacks. So um, I think it's kind of dope that um, I'm seeing a lot of more partnership um, with HBCUs and seeing them get a lot more shine. And wanted to share that with you guys today because I didn't think. Right, question. I, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, do you want me to go ahead? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. That, that what I said? Um, <laughs> he, he said what he said, didn't he? <laughs> no, I um. So I do think it's super dope. I um and and applause again before I get my back. Um, <laughs> oh shit! I, I think it's super dope. I think it is doper for Amazon. Than it is for students at Howard. Um, and I say do, more. I think it's so. I think it's a point to realize, like your and our self value, and in the sense of Amazon is trying to connect with a certain, not even a certain demographic. They're trying to be relevant. They're trying to be relevant. They're trying to connect with pop culture, and we talk consistently about the culture. And you're going to like where the core of the culture is. Like you are, you are giving these these kids an opportunity, but at the same time, for lack of a better word, it's almost like a, a exploitation aspect of it. Because like these are kids who have come from a, from a background. Um, and, and I don't mean exploitation, exploitation in a negative way, but like you're, they're coming from a background where, um, rich, poor, whatever, they are from some virtue of the culture. They're black kids and they're, they're only certain degrees of separation. They come here and they come into an educated, um, campus, a campus to educate themselves and they will take these jobs that will eventually mature and grow and, and push out these thoughts into, um, pop culture and it will create culture and Amazon is realizing this is an opportunity to capitalize that on the early stage. Awesome. Everybody wins. I think it's an awesome, awesome program. We definitely should be doing it. But at the same time, like I don't think I think Amazon is benefiting as much or more than the students at Howard are. Now is this is this um all aspects of entertainment? So music, film yeah, from what it looks like, it's uh, entertainment, so casting, behind right. the camera, okay. in front of the camera, I think good, it's good. all enco- encompassing. I mean, Howard would probably be the, the right HBCU Absolutely. to do exactly. it. Howard's not, to that point, Howard's to not not proven. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so, so to give you all an idea of some of the alumni, I mean, Chadwick Boseman went there. I'll um, say uh, Taraji. She started a Taraji, Taraji, Simone Missick, who played uh, Misty Knight on Luke Diddy? Cage. Diddy, obviously. Um, there's a lot of people on it. Lance Gross, Donnie Hathaway, Anthony Anderson. Oh, shit. Um, mad people. Isaiah, Isaiah Washington, who was on, um, uh, Grey's Anatomy for like 10 years. <laughs> like, Roberta Flack, like all these people went, Marlon Wayans, all these people went to, to Howard. So when you think about a pipeline, like if you were going to pick one, that's probably the right one to start with. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if there's, only, smart. <laughs> there's only so much that you can say thank you for. And, and I think it is a great opportunity. And, and thank you for ever, whatever individual at Amazon made this happen. But at the same time, like, we have to recognize as people, like, 
they are benefiting just as much as the students at Amazon are. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the students at Howard are. I think you also got to think about uh, Howard itself as being the benefit, too. Like, they're going to get the top kids that want to work in this right. field oh, yeah. coming and to them. Yes. Like, that's a good point. No shit. Like, <laughs> Amazon, like, I'm, I'm going to Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a huge point. Yep. Super dope. Super, super dope. But, um, uh, Thank you, Amazon. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Amazon. Th- thank yeah. you, thank you, kids at uh, well, I mean, I think it Howard does. for for creating this. I mean, I think it does go something. That, uh, you're like getting on something about like exploitation. It seems a little harsh, but what I will say is that I black feel sometimes. Yeah, black exploitation. <laughs> um, what I will say, I feel sometimes is that they encourage and want to promote this elusive idea of fulfilling a pipeline that they really don't fulfill. So, like. I mean, like we, I mean, me and Mike, we were in like a consortium. So, a consortium is about promoting uh, minorities and upper level management. I think they're trying to fulfill that mission um, in partnership with companies. But, like, a lot of these, like, more, I would say, more entertainment, culturally relevant companies, I don't feel like they're going to fulfill that desire to actually, you know, commit to upper level management being filled by people of color or minority backgrounds. Because oftentimes, a lot of these companies equate diversity with women. Yep. So, equate it to. Nah. Call it what it is. White women. White. It, it ain't. White women. Let's be real. I'm, I'm just. You're keeping it a buck. A, a like thousand. Buck 50. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, I guess we're going there today. No, they'll lump it right in. And, and <laughs> so they won't bad. even pause. And I'd be like, wait, what? Hold on. That's not Listen, the same shit. That's a whole. Nothing. I'm on like, 10 here. I'm like, woo. Y'all I mean, ready? <laughs> what? Because Bernard. Yeah, you guys couldn't and tell Erica. the only white guy in the room. Yeah, oh, it's look. cool. <laughs> wait, one shout out to. I think Ted, Ted might be Ted our is first white guest. I didn't want to say it, but Ted is the first. Oh, yeah. Ted. Shit, <laughs> well, well, Ted, you're I, the you're the first full blooded white yeah, person. I, I appear, appreciate whenever to be so. this might might be true. Whenever anybody makes me not the the most white person in the room, I always appreciate. <laughs> it. I, I yeah. got some Spain Spanish in me. I don't know if that. Counts. Oh, there you go. yeah, you do that family really, family tree that, DNA. That counts. A little, little vosotros in there. I'm with it. <laughs> vosotros, I'm done. There you go. What is a little vosotros? I'm just saying. <laughs> the only people that use we, it. I remember that. I get it. I, we, I yeah. remember that from Spanish <laughs> class. That's probably all I remember. <laughs> But I mean, I do think that there's an aspect of it too that like, if Amazon is going to fund some of these programs, it does give some of these kids um, an opportunity, an opportunity to to get good at the at some of these. Things. Like Young Guru went to Howard, and like he had to go out to like DC clubs to learn how to like DJ and mix and all of that. He took yep. like a class outside yeah. of it. So if there's a chance, and I mean, we know how important he is to the game. All the Rockefeller stuff that he dropped. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if there's an outlet for them to do that that lowers the barrier to entry, I'm all for it. That's what it. That's a. That's like. Stu's so smart. <laughs> like, barrier to entry, yes. It's that's what it, That's what it achieves. It doesn't achieve upper-level management minorities in that space. Let's be Like, you're going to still yeah, read all these diversity inks and all these diversity magazines talk about lack thereof. Like, I remember we talked about on this podcast a couple episodes ago about, like, I probably read 10 articles in the last, like, year and a half that say, oh, we don't have minorities in upper-level management. Oh, we can't. They exist. Y'all are just not placing them and putting them in a place to succeed in these uh, companies. I agree with that. So question, um, and something you said, Ryan, made me think about this. If Revolt did the same thing, would it be a headline? No. No. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be. It just happened. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it would just happen, but it's also, it it wouldn't be on the same scale, right? Because it's Amazon. That's number one. From a resources standpoint, completely different. If Tyler Perry Studios did the same thing, would it be? Well, is it reversed there? Because, I mean... (laughs) 
So they're hiring Ted's of the world. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, Netflix did it. But that, so that, <laughs> right. that's my, but yeah, that's what I'm, I would also say, again, not to the same scale. Like Amazon is trading at like $1,900 a share today. Like Jesus. from a resource standpoint, exactly. Get from a resource standpoint, like it's just different. But I mean, look, I, I, it, okay. I don't think it's a headline, but I don't, I don't think that lessens or cheapens the significance. What was Barack's, what, what, what was uh, my brother's keeper program yeah. as big of a headline? Um, I don't think it was as big of a headline. I mean, I, look, we try not to do headlines though. Like, I, I don't think we're chasing headlines. So, my, I, I think the significance is still important. That that it, if all three of those places came and did it, it it means something. It's impactful as opposed to, mm. and even though it's just Amazon, it's because it's Amazon. Like, it's and it's huge, and it's like the evil empire. So that's kind of why it's I'm, a headline. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not arguing at this point but i am throwing it out for consideration in, in essence of a podcast and ideas was this the oscars for your consideration yeah yeah for your consideration. <laughs> um i mean there you you could draw correlations of kind of the great white savior coming in and it, it's a headline when bezos does it but is it a headline when diddy does it or tyler perry does it or somebody mm-hmm. else does it and, and and that's my only thing. It's like there there isn't Amazon is benefiting from this. Let's Absolutely. let's be very very clear. Their stock is going to go up more from the value of one of these kids yeah. than they're going to make in salary. Absolutely. So I I just want to put it all in perspective. No, I get all of that, and I think that that's important. But I I draw on. I still think it's a headline. It might not be as big of a headline, but I still think it's a headline. It's gonna it's when, not when Giddy big... and Tyler Perry and all of them do it. But I will also say there's a history of those companies not giving a fuck. Yeah. So on some level, I'll, I'll take some of that stuff. And and look, let's be very clear. If we actually want to have change, we need allies on the other side. Not, not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm I, talking I know, about the I headline know, aspect. For, for sure. It. For sure. I mean, but like the clickbait is real. I'm not the one writing the shit. But that's why you have platforms like Twitter that kind of democratizes how we share information. So if somebody like Ted falls upon an article like this, I think it's the, the, the across the aisle, like let's be an ally, help each other out thing. That's important. I mean, he's he's in the nail on the head <laughs> about like what's PR worthy or not, right? So yeah, Diddy comes that, in know. and does this; it's not going to pick up as many headlines. He went he, to Howard, so it's he like went okay, to Howard, it's right? an especially if yeah, especially <laughs> that part. <laughs> like, so Bezos coming in and doing something that's never been done before. Usually, anything never been done before, been years before, mm-hmm. is kind of what's going to be PR worthy. All right, and a big enough name. There you have it on your race relations this week. <laughs> I hope uh, you're not tuning in to for that. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to have you. I hope you ain't tuning in for that. <laughs> the race, the race forecast is not, is not the best source for that. Um, okay, uh, want to get into our uh, Spotify news? Back? Yeah. So, I mean, just to set the scene, I think a lot of you all are familiar, I'm sure, at certain points with acts going to Best Buy and Tower Records to go and buy their records, right? So that they can assure a big first week opening and solidify their status as, as superstars X, Y, and Z, right? That was the old way of getting ahead in the sound game. Um, but now as most of the consumer behavior has shifted to streaming platforms and services, um, I think we kind of forgot that there is still a way to gamify that system. So there was a, an article that was dropped in February of last year that talked about um, Spotify being scammed by a Bulgarian um, pretty much click farm that allowed them to get upwards of a million dollars with pretty much phony clicks. Um, 
I think I think this is important for a couple of reasons. One, because they're also talking to advertisers. So then this actually kind of shows a flaw or a chink in the armor, right? Because you think you're getting X, X amount of streams or clicks or listens or whatever, and that's all manufactured. It could be one guy name, you know, whatever, that's sitting there clicking on a bunch of things. And, Mike, I think we talked about this on one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. Um, so... There was an article that was written recently. That was the context and the backdrop of all of this that talks about how do we how do we try to legislate or, you know, create clear guidelines for the industry um, moving forward so people aren't worried about fraud and scams and all of that. Ted, any thoughts on that just because you're the sound guy and Ryan just started Spotify? Yeah, I guess I'll lay into that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the Bulgarian thing was really interesting because they were making songs that were like – 31 seconds long. It was long. so random. They were making songs 31 seconds long in full albums, and 31 yeah. seconds, I think, triggers the full royalty payment from Spotify. They smart. And yep. they basically created fake accounts, and people were just listening to it on repeat. Yes. Like, while they're in, in sl- asleep, they just set their, their Spotify <laughs> yes. to, to replay it, which was millions and millions of dollars, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the fraud thing is real because anyth- anything can go onto these platforms, right? If it's not legislated as far as what can go on, it's not just Spotify. Like uh, I also sell for SoundCloud, which is the same yep. idea. Like artists upload stuff, yep. um, and they can upload anything. And I don't know exactly what the SoundCloud ro- SoundCloud royalty agreement is, but I'm assuming they get paid something. Yeah. So if you gamify that system, it's not a good look. Yeah. Um, however, they're starting to come up with, or uh, the music space is starting to come up with like new fraud opportunities. Yeah. Where like. Um, <laughs> Kind of like it used to be in the acting game where everyone was like an agent, you know, like, and it's like, oh, I got an agent. And that didn't mean shit because you didn't know who he was. Now they're starting to be like, oh, I got a producer. Yeah. Or I got this guy that came up to me and he told me he's going to get me on all these yeah. like, like articles um, or features on um, whatever music website it is. Yep. And then they're ghosting these guys. And it's actually coming from like social platforms yep. as well. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of insane if there's an opportunity digitally to take advantage of somebody. And obviously there always will be because, let's face it, people aren't the smartest in the decisions that they make online all the time. Um, they're going to get exploited. And technology, data in general, is just rife for opportunities. It's not music. It's digital. Yeah. It's anything with data. That's what makes it hard to regulate. And like yeah, – I mean, It just reminds me of the um, – when there was some kid that did a song on Apple Music mm-hmm. that – I think he had named it like AAA or something so that it would be, It'd be number first one. Song yeah. So <laughs> Smart. <laughs> he got like a ton of royalties or something like that. And I don't think, I think it was like something similar to like what you're talking about. Like it was like 31 seconds. So it met the threshold to obtain your royalty based on whatever that track is. Right. But it, it prevented people from having, I think it was like people didn't want to hear that song that they had heard like yesterday, but when they turned the app on. So it like automatically goes to his song. Genius. It was like, yeah, amazing. Right. <laughs> so. so smart. It reminds me just like to your point. I mean, it's like, also not new. The like every, it's not new. This was like this is like no. two, three years ago. Super like common with like ago. Chinese food restaurants with like auto repair shops, like the first in the, the, yellow in the pages. phone book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First in the yellow pages. Yeah. First in the yellow pages are first on seamless. Yeah. It, I mean, I I I agree that this is not a new trick, but the scale of what they were able to receive because they millions. They kinda you know what I'm saying? Like thirty some seconds, just the right threshold. Had the whole farm set up in order for them to get something like, I think they were live for like a couple months and they got something like, or three months and they got something like 
$415,000 a month based on. It sounds like we're not in the right business. Yeah, that's, that's, it, that's it, what I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out the best. That's, that's a good lick. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm saying. That's a good I'm try, hustle. I'm try, listen, I'm trying to get my uh, side hustle going. And I mean, this is. Turn to the AAA Marketing Business Podcast from now on. 31 Oh, that wouldn't have been a bad idea. We loafed. Wait, is numbers first or is it numbers or symbols first? What do you mean numbers or symbols first? What do you mean? I think what? symbols are last. Last, right? I okay. think numbers is first. Yeah? I don't know. <laughs> I could do well, zero, like, zero A podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> zero A marketing business? <laughs> if zero is first, we got to go zero, 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 zero. Oh, that's zero. true. Before. Zero, 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 zero. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, so to wrap this up. To wrap this up. Um, so what these people were doing aren't or isn't illegal. And so it's it's really smart because they just conned a million dollars out of this. And I don't know what the startup costs were, but that'd be interesting to know to see if they broke even. But um so here's a couple of things that was suggested by the by the Rolling Stone magazine as to how the music industry should probably figure this out. And we can kind of debate if any of these will actually work. Yeah. Specific industry-wide investment in stream farm crackdowns. I don't I don't know, see I us don't I don't see us one. I don't see us collaborate. I don't see the DSPs collaborating on something like that. I yeah. just I just don't think that it hurts Spotify enough because yes, maybe that million dollars is no. gone. The amount of creators that are on the platform. That's what I'm saying. Matter. Yeah, like so. that's that's just overhead at that point. If you think about accounting, account, yep. accounting principles there. That is overhead. Yeah. Um, instant chart penalties for any artists engaging in stream fraud. That I understand. I get that. Yeah, I think that might. I think. That but how might, do you prove that? But I think that right. might bold well. I don't think you have to. I mean, I'm sure there's rhymes and reasons and ways to figure that out. And I think it's more about promoting it to creator, the creator community, not yeah. necessarily outwardly to like consumers and audiences that actually listen on platform. Right. So creators would find value in that in, you know, take that we're taking our DSPs are taking their craft seriously. Yeah. By cracking down these people that don't take their craft seriously by gaming the system. Fair. Okay. Um, instant employee penalties for any label staff members engaging in stream fraud because some of this is an inside job. Let's I mean, be very clear here. That one seems fair. That, that I mean, that yeah. one's fair. I mean, there's a I that's mean, logical. I haven't really <laughs> engaged with a lot of label people thus far, yeah. but just the conglomerate nature of how they're structured, that would I would be all for. I mean, that's that's pretty <laughs> much the way it is at any job, though, right? If you're fucking over your own company, you yeah. get fired. Yeah, I mean, but is but, it fucking but, over if the streams but, are saying this artist is successful? Some, it almost sounds like something like uh shit, um, some Wall Street bullshit. Yeah, like everyone's it's involved. Like, it's like penny stocks. Look yeah. that like up, stocks. It's like penny stocks. Everyone's yeah. involved. Wolf of Wall like, Street. It's like it's like the label rep and the like, insider that trading. manager. Yeah, yeah. insider yeah. trading. Exactly. Thank you. Insider <laughs> trading. All that shit. Like I just feel like I'm all for I'm all for that crackdown. For sure. Y'all for it? Y'all for like other people getting rich and you're not? No, I'm saying I'm off of them cracking down on the people that are trying. Yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. Fuck those people who are getting rich. Pretty much. How you get Ryan rich? Thank you. I mean, tell them. Like, what? All right, wait, hold on. I'm not going to let you get away with that because you put, what the fuck is he supposed to say on this right now? Yeah, let the guys in Bulgaria make all this money. I don't work there. Um, public display of uh, provenance of recordings, right? Wait, say it again? Uh, public display of provenance of recordings. So verify the actual recordings, making sure they go through like a governing body before they actually are posted on the platform, yep. as opposed to direct. But who's upload. the governing body? 
I don't know about that. That's so, the complicated part. So we're just going to make them rich. We're probably The governing the, body is probably going to be the music industry, which is already strong or too strong as it is. We're probably the most um, select about what we allow onto the platform. Like we're not a direct mm-hmm. upload platform. Everything kind of comes. Pandora. From, Pandora. Um, comes I believe that. directly from the labels or is mm-hmm. professionally produced content. And we use that Same. to our advantage um, by saying that like it's only that stuff. Um, so we won't allow a 30 second, whatever it might be Mm -hmm. because it didn't come from UMG or BMI or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it might be. So that's, that's a very real thing that can be done. But at the same time, that also limits what you allow onto your platform. Like SoundCloud is very different. It's an artist upload thing. So you get, um, the newest stuff coming out from, uh, whoever it might be that you might not know yet, or an artist might want to release something to SoundCloud that they haven't released anywhere else because shit, that's where they got their. And it eliminates so, it eliminates the um, labels being involved, right? With SoundCloud, yeah, um, not not for the big guys, but like not for, for the big for the ones, up and comers. Like when Chance yeah. the Rapper started out, he started out on SoundCloud. Right. You know, like he didn't have a label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's 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 good it's point, different because Chance one Chance had two albums at the time, and then well he did had built two albums on SoundCloud. And then he got the Apple deal, and he released his whole album for "quote unquote" free on Apple. Should I have said Post Malone or Lord instead? <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean <laughs> that's real. I don't that's know where Lord is at now, but she she's around. Definitely dropped the yeah. yeah, that was big. I can't I can't give you the the breakdown of the buildup of Lord, but stumped him. Yeah, you stumped me. <laughs> you stumped me. <laughs> um, yeah. Solid, man. Solid, solid, solid. So you guys didn't know this, but this is going to be a two-episode podcast. Cool. That was no prep, too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, (laughs) something light, something slight. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. This is episode uh, 19. (laughs) 19. All right. So episode 19. Did you forget that quickly? Yes. Of the So BFN podcast. (laughs) Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Of the Marketing Misfits podcast. on the screen. (laughs) And it was me. Look, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that other podcast to pay their uh the advertising fee on that. Right. I didn't want to advertise. Hold me back like you owe your tax. Hold me back like 40 acres to blacks. Pay me back. Uh no, but episode 19 of the Market Mississippi Podcast. We're gonna have a 19.5, so you gotta stay tuned in just a second. Um I am Mike Summers. Stu Cornelius. Ted Cerro. Ryan Chappelle. And we'll be back one second. Real. Uh, Two nineteen point five. We can get to the power of sound. Uh, that was real radio. Shorty, shorty, <laughs> what up? Come on. Can I talk like this the whole time? Yes. See, driving out two eighty five right now. Headed to the party. Welcome uh, back, listeners. <laughs> lines around the corner. <laughs> Ladies, free to eleven. Hold me back like you owe your tax. Hold me back like forty acres to blacks. Pay me back when you shake it like that, girl. Shorty.